Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello there. This is the Duff Doctor. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. Another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. Party people, party people, y'all won't get funky. Hey, what's going on, guys? Tim McCarthy here with another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. This is a 20-minute podcast that focuses on mental health, through humor, positivity, a little bit of motivation, insight, and my own personal stories, which are always a treat. Episode 8 was introduced by my great friend, great friend, Stephen Reardon, a.k.a. Duff, the Duff Doctor. He is the greatest. If you ever met him, you'd be like, that guy is the greatest. So get a friend like Duff. Duff just bought me a hat, which I think is a Christmas present, maybe pre-birthday present. And it's pretty sweet. Uh, I'm a big hat guy, if you know me. And uh, this one is L7 Weenie from The Sandlot. So it's shaped as an L and a 7, but they're weenies. So it's an L7 Weenie with the squint glasses on. So if you don't know what The Sandlot is, I would turn this podcast off. Just kidding. I need as many fans as I can get because I love attention. So please tell your friends. You can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I made a YouTube page where I recorded an episode trying to record this episode. So if you're watching this right now and I'm talking about it, then I did it. I'm also on TikTok, uh, which people just make fun of me. Um, So you can try that out. But again, I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, episode eight is here. I'm excited to record a new episode. I always get jacked up for these. And I always have like a song to pump me up. And I put a collection of them on my Instagram story thing. Like the little profile underneath where you can make like little albums of stuff. But those are all the songs that I, I put together for uh, this pre-warm-up of this episode I do on the podcast, 20 Tim Minutes. New Year's Eve has come and passed. We all time traveled from 2020 to 2021. The poor man's time travel, so hopefully it wasn't too hard for you. Me and Lindsay did not do much, and I was pretty excited about it. We had reservations at Legal Seafood, which uh, there was no one there. No reason to make reservations. I feel like New Year's is a huge uh, Chinese food night. But we went the opposite, and we were just like, you know what? Let's go to Legal Seafood. And I got to make the illegal seafood reference to the waitress, and she gave me the old yuck, 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 yuck. But I knew that she was going to do that, which makes me laugh because that's such a terrible joke. And I love terrible jokes. So then me and Lindsay came home, and we were going to watch the ball drop. But then I realized I don't have cable. I just do like the streaming services. And uh, so I was scrambling for that. So Hulu had like something, but it was like showing me the actual news. So then I went to YouTube and streamed something. And then I realized we're getting ready. And I look at my phone and the time's not syncing up to the drop. So we scramble to get our champagne and stuff. Come to find out, I forgot I paused the ball drop. So I was like 20 seconds later, like the ball dropped before we knew about it because of me. And I was like, oh, this is weird. It's delayed. So then I tried like, changing it but i hit fast forward and i was like oh oh okay okay i get it now i felt like an idiot for that but very thankful that i got to spend it with my wife hang low not really do anything low-key i kind of like the whole covid not like people having covid like come on but like the covid of like having the ability to cancel plans not even go to plans and like being like ah sorry don't want to get covid don't want to get it which i don't so it works out like a part of me is like, oh, I would like to, nope, sorry, don't want to do that. COVID was okay with that. And 
hopefully everyone's healthy and no one gets COVID. So I've been bumming this whole week and I don't know why. I thought I was going to start a new year and I'm already, I told everyone, I was like, hey, don't make huge expectations. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this new year fantastic. And it wasn't really anything that triggered it. I just, I get in these moods and I, and I knew I was going to have trouble with this episode a little bit. And I did because I tried to get it together because I got all this pretty sweet new equipment and I'm so like lazy and unmotivated lately that like I'd even like try to set it up before I recorded. Like I thought I was just going to put it all together and be like, you know what? It's going to make this work. I'm going to, we just got to figure it out easy. But that wasn't the case. And uh, I was super defeated. I usually record on Friday, Saturday, the latest Sunday. And today before recording, it's Monday. So I'm just glad I did it. I'm doing it regardless how my mood is. I want to be open and honest with you on my feelings, how I'm feeling. I know like what kind of really bums me out is not knowing how to do anything as a homeowner. I'm always YouTube and stuff, relying on other people, especially my wife's dad to help me out. So like little tasks that seem probably easy for the normal human male adult, I can't do. And uh, that really just gets me furiated. So then I just bury myself with other shit. This podcast has nothing to do with my home, but I will bring myself down with the podcast. Be like, no one, this podcast sucks. No one likes it. Everyone's just being nice because uh, I'm their friend. But that probably isn't the case. Well, it probably is the case with some people. And uh, a lot of new people have been reaching out that they finally listened. Like, I get it. Like, you don't have the pussyfoot around me. If you haven't listened yet, you can tell me that. Because podcasts, I barely listen to them. I'm not a huge podcast guy. There's probably like two. And I gave up on them to start my own career in podcasting. But I did decorate the podcast room. So if you are seeing this, it is an upgrade from last time. I was getting absolutely dunked on by my close friends. They were saying some ruthless things to me that were hilarious. But also like, come on, guys. I didn't realize it, how ridiculous it looked. So put up a couple Funko Pops, a couple posters I like. And actually the article of the Nintendo Friendo Championship, I won. I have to take a photo of that show, everybody. My mom laminated it. See, the hoarder of my mom is insane. Like a newspaper article. When is that from? I don't even know. It doesn't say on there, but super old. I'll pass it on to no one. I did make a list of what I was grateful for this past year. I am probably missing a lot of stuff, but it's the stuff that came to my head when I was like, you know what? I'm sad. Let's put a list together. First off, I'm a huge wrestling fan, or was. I don't watch anymore, but I got to go to a lot of local wrestling shows with some really good friends, Duff being one of them, and they were friggin' awesome. Like, the best shows. It was like, I forget, it's like the White Eagle in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's like a VFW. It is ridiculous. People throwing through chairs, tables. I think people in the fans get hurt. Like, just drunk women yelling at people like there's always like a fight with like wrestlers and like normal people and you're like i don't know if this is a work or not like what is going on another great thing i did this year was duff took me to pax east we're also big video game people so going there was great we ran into the blue meanie from the bwo ecw days get familiar and then uh the, the guy from conan clueless gamer aaron blayhart i think his name is we chatted with him for a bit had a lot of good times with duff there Got two pretty rad tattoos this year. Got my zebra cake tattoo and my Lily Munster tattoo. I adopted Fanny in May. She is a big part of my life and Lindsay's life, and I'm so grateful to have her. Had my fifth wedding anniversary in May. Trained jujitsu a lot. Me and Lindsay been killing it at the casino up and down. Get to see new friends. New friends and old friends and making new friends out of the old friends. Keep up. Do you know what that means? And... 
of course, now me starting my own podcast at the end of the year. It was like a buzzer beater for me. Like, you know what? I'm going to throw up this podcast, see if it hits. Ah, clink, clink, clink. Oh, it went in for three. But I am grateful for stuff. I actually have been writing in that book, but I'm also grading my days like on a 10 point scale. And I'm trying to be as honest about it. So my first three days, like it was like a 6.8, 5.1, and then like a 5.5. Like, I don't know if I should go this way, that way. Oh, I got to be just even, but I'm sad enough to be happy that I wrote in this book. So we went to the casino the next day, me and Lindsay, and we have a blast at casinos. But there's times that I'm like, you know what? I could have really saved this money. Like for her birthday last year, she won five grand on two different slots total. We're at Foxwood. She won like three grand. And then we went to Mohegan like 10 hours later and she won two grand. It was like what is going on here? But we had a good time at the casino. We, we have our, like our own slot machine. And every time we play it, we win like a thousand dollars on it. And it's so weird. Uh, you know what? I meant to tell this story last week about Lindsay. All right. She duped me. I like, I dupe her in everything. Like I'm always just getting her and stuff. Like I, I scared her at like five in the morning yesterday when she was coming home. Like I'm always doing that stuff. So I don't know how she got me, but I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 a lot, and I'm doing all, like, the side missions and, like, hunting animals and shit. So I'm, like, really into this. And she's me and her are having, like, a casual conversation. Like, the thing she said next, I did not, it did not register in my head. She goes, Tim, there's a bear in the backyard. I'm like, what? She's like, there's a bear in the backyard. So I see my phone, and I grab it, and I'm, like, running to my back window, like, high-stepping it. And then she just starts hysterically laughing at me when I'm looking out the window, And then I come back to reality because I'm not a cowboy killing bears in the woods. And she's just hysterically laughing in my face. And I felt like a dickhead because I'm like, how the hell would there be a bear in my backyard? Like we get deer and some like other low key wildlife, but a bear? Like I don't even know what type of bear I process in my head. Grizzly bear or a black bear? Like I don't even know if that's funny and that's like you had to be there story. But like I felt like an idiot. Like what? how did you like... There's a bear in the backyard. Sorry, back to the casinos. Like, low-key, I feel like I'm a little bit addicted to casinos. Like, I, I, like, just love... Like, it's like arcades for adults. I'm like, you know what? Just one more one more bet. It's coming. Okay, one more. All right, I'm out of here after this one. All right, now I'm fucking broke. The key is if you go to a casino, bring money that you can afford to lose. Don't go with money that you think you're going to win. Don't do that. Go down with money and have fun. And be positive. You can win some money if you're just positive. PMA. But the reason I bring up like the low-key addiction is this episode I wanted to focus on um, drug and alcohol addiction. And probably the same goes for all addictions. So I was fortunate enough to uh, send out a message to see if anyone wanted to help me with this. Because I never really dealt or had... um, alcohol or drug related issues because I wanted to see like what the correlation was with mental health if anyone got mental health help uh, to get that fixed I'm not going to be good on every topic because it doesn't pertain to me with a lot of um, these that I want to do but my goal is to help other people I'm obviously going to keep this anonymous with the two people that talk to me they are both really good friends really great people they were very honest with me Hopefully that can help you down the road and take a look at yourself around you and maybe be like, I I need to better myself. So 
made some notes because I am very bad at paraphrasing, especially that I have to edit this podcast a million times. So let me let me know, Ash, also too, if you can tell where I edit it or transition, I'll send you like, I'll send you uh, something in the mail. And if you're right, or if you're wrong, you got to send me something in the mail. So friend number one, this is mostly around drugs. Friend number two is mostly around alcohol, I would say. But these are like the gist of the stories and what happened with them. So the first friend I asked, like, what what did you do for drugs? And it went in order like this. Weed, booze, tobacco, shrooms, LSD, pretty much any pills, coke, perks, and then and, uh, then I got to heroin. The heroin is a huge financial financial uh, decision for a lot of people because it is the cheapest of all the drugs because opiates, the pill form, I, I believe, is is just super expensive. And when you're doing drugs or getting fucked up, you got to do it the cheapest way possible because most of the time people that have drug addictions uh, don't really have the best financial game plan for themselves. So that is uh, that is unfortunate. Um, and also, so when he grew up, he just, um, he took anything that he could find, get your hands on, uh, like the whole medicine, medicine cabinet movie, just go in there and just snag it up. I still like to this day, I like, I like hide my medication, not cause like I'm a, af- I'm afraid of like friends and family, like taking it, but like, I just, I would never want someone to get it by mistake or something. You know what I mean? It's just one of those weird bugaboos I have. Um, like the only drugs I take is my medication. Like. Not doing drugs and like slugging waters, great feeling. But then I also drink a little bit, so I wish I was a lot more healthier. But anyway, not not about me anymore. I asked if they were like in denial or if it was like someone else. He says uh, he wasn't in denial about it, but he would describe it as putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm, which is a pretty good analogy. It's like drugs will fix this for now, but there is a huge underlying problem. And the idea of like, putting a bandaid on a broken arm, be like, all right, go out there, you'll be fine, is a funny analogy. And this guy is actually wicked funny, so it was good to chat with him about it. And that translates to not being in a good metals, uh, mental state because it's chemical. you're putting chemicals in your body when you can have uh, mentally, chemically unbalanced in your brain. So you mix in all this stuff that's like not even natural into your body, and you're like, well, I'm happy for now, but then you wake up and you're just absolutely miserable. So I can see how that breaks someone down addiction-wise. Because, again, I can only compare for what how I feel. And then I have to guess like how other people would feel. So I would put myself in their shoes. So don't take anything I say exactly. I'm not a doctor. I have a PSA at the end of my episodes that if you need actual help, please go and seek it. I am just here to hopefully hope you realize that you're not alone. And maybe I can enlighten you with some things I'm learning. Like I'm learning too. Like I'm 20, 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out things in 20 minutes myself, but that person four years clean of uh, opiates and heroin, which is great. Um, then I asked too, was like a drug deal is the problem. Like, do you blame them and all? And he said, no, because you got to take uh, account of your own actions. And most of the time drug dealers are drug addicts too. So it would uh, make sense. But he turned it around, uh, and he found the outlet of therapy, meditation, exercise, and uh, I'm just really happy for that person, and uh, he's doing great, and he's going to continue to do great. 
but never never suicidal he had ideas like i'm the same way with like, some of those things was like you're in such a bad place you're like i don't care what happens to me if i die i die and then the other person um mostly alcohol but funny enough they started early and uh they started with shrooms and lsd before weed i'm pro weed for people like it is a plant if you're gonna do cbd and weed i wouldn't be mad at you but i'm not saying go out and do it i'm just saying do something better for yourself and uh, he told me about the whole, like, Pink Floyd over the Wizard of Oz thing. And, like, I've been in a room with people that were trying to do that. And, like, watching them try to do that is, like, the funniest thing. They're like, no, you, dude, you got to hit play at the line when he, when he screams, you know? All right, cool. Um, I always love that. But he started drinking at 18, cocaine at 21. Alcohol and cocaine mix is such a popular one. Coke is super expensive, but, like, you can get cheap-ass beer. And when you're drunk, you're like kind of like getting tired and like down. But then you get co- like someone takes coke and they're like, Bunk! you can tell someone's on coke when they're eating ass sandwiches. Like they're just like ah, just talking. And then if they make like plans for the future, it's like you're such a good cook. Like we should open up a restaurant. And you do all this stuff. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, I am super depressed. And now I asked him about the same thing with drug dealers, and he says uh, he would lie. I also found out like uh, people with addiction are good liars, and you would say it was for some for somebody else because that drug dealer was a good friend to hit. Well, not would it be a good friend? I would say just a friend. He still drinks and uh, does coke a little bit. Um, he was doing good, but then COVID hit, uh, which is unfortunate. But he's still going strong. He's got children that he um, loves very much, and that pretty much saved his life. Those are just two little stories, um, and they're both mentally draining on you because taking drugs and being so down in the dumps that you just keep piling it on and you're masking it because you're like you know what i'm gonna do this and not think about anything it's like when people like drink your problems away uh that's not a great idea how about you don't so i think that translates to the same with uh with drugs and uh just being in denial and doing the whole you know what this is the last time i'm gonna do this so one more hit and then i'm gonna fix it tomorrow deal deal so please get help if you need it i know i brought them up before the uh, samhsa substance abuse and mental health service administration you can give them a call and they can help you out with uh, both substance abuse substance abuse and mental health issues at 1-800-662-4357 again that number is 800-662-HELP h-e-l-p I always found those numbers funny where you have to like type it in and you got to like look at it. And you're like, am I hitting the right thing? Like, just say the number. Um, This is a quick episode. I'm sorry that I I pushed everything together real quick. There's a lot of information real quick at you, but I I just wanted to give the gist of it um, with those stories about addiction. I I definitely want to focus on that again because I feel like I didn't have enough time to really dive into that. So I do apologize. If you think you have addiction... Or if you know somebody that has addiction, there is a lot of resources online. I can direct you towards those, but it's one of the hardest things you probably have to face uh, both on each side if you are addicted to drugs or anything like that to look yourself in the mirror and fix that. And then you have the other side where people love you and they want to fix you for you. I feel like relapse too has a bad stigma. It's like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm not perfect. If you fall back down, you got to get back up. You're running your own race. If you fall down... You got you don't you shouldn't quit. I know a lot of people do. They're like, oh well, I messed up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give up. But you don't have to. It's your own race. You can just pick yourself up and go. 
and then everybody on the sidelines are people that love and support you. So if you focus on the crowd jacking you up, you can get to where you want to be. Like the Band-Aid over the broken arm. Just put it on and finish the race and then fix that after. You just got to do it for yourself because you got to finish the race and then do it for your fans on the side, even if you don't think you have fans because there's people out there that support you. I love you. I want you to finish. I'll be there holding the sign. Let's go. But anyway, I want to uh, end with a couple things. I was featured on uh, Podmunity where they uh, post apps of like their apps, uh, podcasts they love. I was featured on that. Pretty cool. And then on New Year's, uh, another thing we did was watch the Bee Gees documentary. Go watch that. They got kind of screwed out of the whole disco thing because I didn't know they were like a real band before all that. Like they were like Beatles light. And then they like had a change with the times, like moved to Miami, got real funky, like played music. And then some dude was like, disco sucks. And they put them in that mix because they did the theme song for like Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. Santa Live's a fucking jam. Like who's going to weddings and not dancing to that? But watch the Bee Gees. That is my recommendation for quote-unquote movie, but it's a documentary on HBO. And then for my music, listen to uh, Danger Doom. MF Doom, great rapper, underrated rapper, passed away. Strangely enough, he died on Halloween, but people just notice it now. He's very mystique. Danger Doom, the Mouse and the Mask album, especially if you like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, The Brack Show. Wicked funny album. Sorry for going a little bit long over 20 minutes. It's very funny how quick 20 minutes comes when I'm in this room. My little shack. I'm very proud of what I did in this room now. I'm going to spice it up a little bit more. But I thank you again for checking out 20 Tim Minutes. Episodes are released every Tuesday. Thank you to my great friend, my best friend, my heterosexual life mate, Duff, for that introduction. You are great. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Did I say Twitter? I don't know. TikTok. You can probably Google me. I get the easiest name that you can find unless you put two M's in there, which you shouldn't because it's one M. 20 Tim Minutes. Rolls off the tongue, kind of. But I love you guys. And don't hesitate to reach out to me if you need an outlet to chat or if you need me to... Uh, find resources or help for you i don't mind doing that but go have yourself a week i love you guys so much and i'll talk to you soon bye bye podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.